Hey everybody, welcome to Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, pod clips around the world. I am Fred, joined by Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. We're taping this at 414 on Thursday, the 23rd of September. Dodgers have just knocked off uh, the Rockies, 7-5 in uh, extra frames. And uh, Artie, the Giants, so we're trailing again. Uh, now they've tied up San Diego at 6-6. Six six. Maybe it's just the Giants' year. What do you think? I'll tell you what, they're, they're really making things really interesting. I mean, I personally, we've talked about it the last couple of weeks, I thought they were going to find this, you know, this little slump at the end of the year, but it's not happening. What's blowing my mind are the Cardinals. All of a sudden, the St. Louis Cardinals are playing like world beaters. And I looked at the schedule, and if the Dodgers don't catch them, you know, if they beat the Cardinals in that one-game wild-card game, they're going to have to play San Francisco in San Francisco to start the series. So why would the two best teams in the National League play each other in the uh, NLDS, Fred? I don't understand how that works. Well, I don't even know if we should have a wild-card, and if we have a wild-card, it should be more than just one game it should be two out of three and maybe all the games uh at the home of the team with the best record during the regular season because what they're doing here is making one game more valuable than 162 and that's simply just stupid and uh, of course rob manfred's in charge so why would i expect <laughs> anything different by the way it's interesting that uh, uh muncie hit his 35th home run uh you know how many home runs he hit in uh, 218 2018 what? 27, 27 maybe? 35. You know how many home runs he hit in uh, 219? I'm going to have to go with 35. Uh, so I guess he won't hit another home run this year. So let me ask you a question, Fred. Why isn't he being considered as a National League MVP? Because he's hitting I mean, like two, 240 or something. I don't care. He's, he's the most valuable player on the Dodgers right now other than Scherzer. And if they're going to make Harper an you know MVP candidate and Brandon Crawford who has 21 home runs, and don't get me wrong, Brandon Crawford has had a great, great year this year. I just don't understand how the writers look at things like that. I've heard not a peep from anybody in any major newspaper talking about Muncie having a chance at the NL MVP. The best player on the Dodgers is Trey Turner. However, on uh, in my opinion, on Wednesday night, he made two boo-boos. First of all, the pop-up that he should have caught or stay out of the way. And secondly, when he got picked off uh, second base, Dodgers end up tying the game 5-5 when they might have had a real big inning. And it just, uh, you know, he's got great speed, tries to take advantage, but you got to use your brains too. But uh, anyway, the Dodgers win 7-5. The Giants, uh, as we check in the uh, end of 7 now, it's 6-6 Giants and Padres. And next few minutes, we'll keep you alert to the score, as far as that is concerned, uh, this is Believe Sports Business Sports Media. He is Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. The last four nights already uh, on PBS here locally, I have been watching maybe the best documentary I've ever seen in my life on Muhammad Ali. It's a Ken Burns deal. Eight hours, almost eight hours of work. Did you have to Unbelievable, see Unbelievable, is it not, Fred? I mean, the amount of stuff they went through to put this thing together. I mean, i got to tell you, Ken Burns is a legend. He's, he's unbelievable. His Major League Baseball uh, the, the show that he did, 
he also did something on the great writer uh you know i mean i mean he's just he's just fabulous in what he does in the accounts of these people's lives i've had a chance to watch two of the four so far and i agree with you fred it's absolutely stellar emmy award-winning work now let's go back to the dodgers for a moment because i forgot to mention it uh joe davis their play-by-play guy who doesn't travel so he's just at Dodger Stadium all the time, home or road. He's got COVID because he has COVID. Hershiser can also not be in the booth. So today it was uh, Timmy Neverett, a good friend of mine, and uh, uh, Rick Mundy. Uh, my point is, uh, Joe you know Davis. You know what my point is? I like both of those better than the other two. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but uh, I mean, the point is, this COVID thing is really scary because in both cases, well, in Joe Davis's case and Hershiser's case and Neverett's case and Monday's case, they've all been vaccinated. Uh, the case, you know, the cases, if you get it after you've been vaccinated, are not as powerful, not as strong. Most likely you're not going to die or need a ventilator or anything like that. But it's still very scary. Uh, today, my it was my wife's birthday, so we went out to lunch and I wanted to eat outside, but it's too darn hot to eat outside. We had to eat inside. Now, there weren't many people there, but I didn't feel comfortable. Artie, uh, tell us about your latest thoughts about uh, COVID-19. Well, I got to say, Fred, you know, I look at, you know, I've been watching the the teams and and all the people that are appearing on lists and off lists. And now Joe Davis also has a very, very tough situation because he's the number two Fox announcer on college football. Yeah. So that's going to present another problem there. Um, you know, I'm sure Tim Brando will probably step up and cover that game. But, you know, what happens if a guy shows up on Friday night and, you know, he's going to do a major telecast, maybe Gus Johnson and, and Joel Klatt or somebody like that, and all of a sudden they come down with this. I mean, what are the networks going to do? Are they going to yank a guy off the sidelines to do play-by-play? I mean, it's kind of a bizarre situation. And sports is kind of like whistling through the graveyard, in my opinion. I mean, I'm well, watching the Ryder Cup opening ceremonies today, and there was nobody with a mask on anywhere in the crowd or, you know, on stage. They're all sitting very close to each other, and and it just it just seems so bizarre to me to have forty thousand people all in that area. Yes, they were outside, Fred, but it's it's crazy. I mean, they're taking chances. And, you know, I, I read two conflicting reports today in both the Register and the L.A. Times. One said that L.A. County's doing great, and then the Register said L.A. County's not doing so great. So I don't know what the transparency level is on, on COVID-19 with the Delta variant and the other variants, but it makes me really question where the information is coming from and how much you can rely on the information in our news media this at this point. Folks, it's Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. Now, Art was a kicker for the Rams in the early 1980s. Last week, eight New Orleans Saints coaches couldn't be at the game because they either had COVID-19 or they were close to another coach who had COVID-19. Now, as a kicker, you didn't have as many coaches then, but I'm guessing that uh, you're pretty close to the coaches. So my point is, if eight coaches couldn't be at the game, my guess is some of the players probably shouldn't have been at the game either. We didn't hear anything about that. How come? No, and i got to tell you, Fred, I had a great week in the NFL last week. I went 9-3. and three. 
And one of the games I lost was New Orleans. And I checked checked the injury reports prior to the game. Not a single mention of eight coaches being out and their two starting corners being out. And the NFL is supposed to release that information. It's tough enough in college football, okay, to try to get information. It's like gleaning information out of Pravda 30 years ago. It's not going to happen. But the bottom line to me is, again, that word transparency and that other word that we talk about, greed, are they just doing this? Because there was no way that was the same football team that played against Green Bay the week before in Jacksonville that showed up to play in that game last week with New Orleans. I mean, to get beat 35 to nothing and have no coaches, I mean, it's just bizarre. I was completely taken aback by that. Folks, uh, if you have any thoughts, email us at sportsfredredale.com, sportsfredredale.com. You know, we talked about the word greed. They're not admitting the truth. If eight coaches have to be locked away, I'm not saying all eight coaches had COVID. But those it, coaches work every day in concerto with those players. That, that's the point. So some of the players shouldn't have been allowed to play, but of course they did. Because of contract, contact tracing, correct? Yeah, contact tracing. But it only worked for the coaches. Didn't work for the players because there wouldn't have been a, maybe there wouldn't have been enough players to play, and uh, we would have been where we were last year. And they don't want to admit that. So, folks, uh, Fred's a little bit upset. Uh, how about you? Let's talk uh, some college football. Three o'clock on Saturday, the Bruins of UCLA, the Cardinals, Stanford, on the Pac-12 Network. There's going to be 80 or 90 points scored in this game. Why is it on the Pac-12 Network where a lot of people can't get it? I don't know. you got two good ball clubs. Both of them are 2-1. and one. They've been scoring a lot of points. It's a great matchup. Last year was 49-47 in one of the great games of all time. And, you know, I, I say, like you say, it's going to be a high-scoring affair, 37-30, you know, either way, something like that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm saying, how can – and, I mean, I get so frustrated, Fred. I went on the Pac-12 network the other day because I wanted to see SC play. And – I couldn't even buy for five ninety nine the rights to stream the game. Nope. And I'm like, why wouldn't they have that out there? There has to be ten million Pac twelve fans. If a hundred thousand people roll five dollars and ninety nine cents out of their pockets, that's gotta help the Pac twelve network and all twelve teams. I don't get it. <laughs> Last Saturday night, uh, the game started late. At UCLA Fresno State seven forty five. That's 10.45 in the East. It ended at past 2.30 a.m. Eastern time. But again, it was the Pac-12 network. So maybe they knew UCLA was going to give up 569 yards, and UCLA was better off that it wasn't seen by thousands of people on DirecTV and some of the other uh, outlets that that don't carry the... One of the things that amazes me today, and this is the modern-day athlete, whether it's high school, college, pro... The consistency of their performance levels is so erratic, it really is frustrating. You'll see a guy look so good one week, you'll come back the next week and you can't even believe it's the same player and or team. And I'm talking about all through sports. I mean, the consistency of the athletic performances of this generation, it it is like unbelievably different than anything I can remember. And you remember now, I'm 125 years old now. Listen, I, I've always been on the player's side. College football, pro, pro sports, doesn't matter. 
But this transferring thing is college football has become a joke. If he doesn't start a couple games, he puts himself in the transfer portal. You had to battle to kick. You had to beat other guys out. You know, I, I never played pro, but I had to battle growing up in different sports uh, to, to play as many minutes as I wanted to play. I didn't think about transferring and go to a different park or a no. different school. You knuckled down. You knuckled down. You doubled your efforts. You were a team player. And you know what? So many great players got that opportunity because they hung in there yep. and they got an opportunity. I mean, I competed against a friend Herrera. I competed against Rafael Septian. Jimmy Breach, Freddie Steinfort, Benny Ricardo, you know, Raiders, Rams, Steelers. I mean, so many different places. And my old joke was, Fred, I was the 29th best kicker in a 2014 league. <laughs> okay, your Trojans of USC uh, give up the first 10 last week under new coach Willis, and then they score the next 45. Uh, quarterback freshman uh, Dart throws four touchdown passes. He's out this week. Clovis, Calden uh, 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 is back. I expect him to throw five touchdown passes. I think you might be right. Well, the kid hurt his, hurt his knee on his first play. Yeah. And he was limping around, and he winds up throwing four touchdown passes. He's got that spark, Fred. I don't know. I'm a Keaton Slovis fan. I was also a fan of the previous quarterback that's now starring in Georgia. JT Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm looking at USC, and I'm saying – Wow. So this kid gets to come back. Let's say that knee is pretty bad. I, you know, I haven't really found out the exact you know, nature of the injury, but you know, knowing how kids are when they're 19 years old, they seem to recuperate a lot faster than guys my age. But I was amazed at the performance. Dante Williams lit that stadium up. I mean, to see the difference between the first half in Pullman and the second half was absolutely transfixional. I mean, it, it was like there was two different games. Yeah, it's a, it's an unbelievable circumstance. But hey, before we go, you know, I've heard of guys being injury prone. Uh, Carson Wentz doesn't have one ankle sprain. Oh, you sprained both ankles. He, he has two ankle sprains. Now, that's pretty tough. I mean, uh, uh, is there such a thing as being injury prone, or is he a little bit uh, different than most? Well, we used, to, we used to say when I was, when I was playing football that this guy's on the shelf and he's he, should be wrapped in bubble wrap. <laughs> All right, well, what, 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 final comment uh, for tonight's uh, uh, Believe Sports Biz Force Media. My final comment is it's going to be an unbelievably great sports weekend, folks. you got the Ryder Cup. You've got college football coming into its own. Hockey reports today for training camp. The NFL is exciting. you got three undefeated teams in the NFL that nobody would have said were going to be undefeated. Um, you know, Denver's playing great defense. Carolina with Sammy Darnold. I mean, the Raiders, watch out. It's going to be exciting. I love it. At least we have sports. It's 65 degrees back here, going down to the high 40s in Pennsylvania. All be well. We'll talk to you uh, Friday on Sports Overnight America. Scott, thank you very much for putting this together. Bye, everybody, from Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye. Good night, everybody.